hey Rosie. <clears throat> I thought I'd just check in and see how you're doing. Um, yeah, I do often think about you and I guess at a very at a very simple level, I just wonder if uh, how much are you suffering? I mean, there's pain, but how much are you suffering? You know, I listened to, I might send you the link, actually. I don't know if it'd be any use. I listened to this Ezra Klein podcast um, with this woman who wrote this book about pain and Ezra, who I really um, rate, I guess. And not just because he's a, he's a fellow member of the tribe, the tribe of circumcised um, folk. But, um, yeah. He did this interview, as I say, with this person who's written this book about pain. And it's sort of really just been bouncing around in my head ever since I heard it. And I want to maybe read the book. Because I wonder also if it can be applied to emotional pain, although I, I feel a lot less emotional pain at the moment than I've been feeling for a long, long time, which is lovely. And I put that down to Darren Brown and his showman. Um, show which i don't know how mobile you are but if is if there's any way that you and alan could get to see that in the next two weeks you alan any members of the family i would really recommend it i think there's something truly magical about it it is a magic show but it's truly magical i think at a conceptual and <sighs> metaphysical, for want of a better word, level. Um, I saw it with my parents when I, uh, I took them to see it. We had these amazing seats, like literally four rows from the front, um, because they're both turning 75 this year. And, um, and that was my present to them, to take them to see Darren Brown. But it's really, you know, because I'm a selfish fool, it's like a present to myself as well, because I obviously, I needed to go along. <laughs> But the show is just incredible, Rosie. It's incredible. So incredible that I am using my awe, my for awe wonder and glee with the show and its message that it contains is very, very deep, wise message, I think. Well, a message at many levels. Um, I'm using that to, I don't know. I'm using that in, in, in the pursuit of good. I guess, in the sense that I'm, um, I'm also going to be taking on the last night, the 18th, 18th, Saturday, the 18th, I'm going to be taking, um, my friend Francisca and her mother who they lost a father. And the show is about loss and about death, but not in a downer way. It's very, very uplifting, but not in a kind of like, Ooh, deaths are fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not like that either, but it's something, um, it's meaningful. It's a meaningful show. Um, so anyway, I'm going to go and see this with Francisca and her mum, who is 85 and really struggling. She's a four. Francisca is also a four. I think the mum is maybe like a social four or a self-preservation four. And Francisca's like um, SX4. She's one of the, the weird fours, you know. 
uh, one of the lovelorn fours, 57 years old and still sort of like <laughs> acting like a teenager, you know, sending me, I don't know, that, um, what's that song? The, the Teenage Kick song. Because she's a four. The problem is, is that the show is sold out. So what I did to get the tickets for Frank and myself is just literally, I would just go on the website every hour for about three days. <laughs> but maybe you've got the time and you just click and you just kind of go through it and occasionally returns come through and then boom. I might even do that. I mean, seriously, if you if you and Eleanor are up for going to see that, um, I'll come and see it with you. I'll come and see it with the two of you, if we can find three tickets. Because I think it's a truly um, life-changing show, and why not have your life changed right now, right here? I guess good old Eckhart would say, right? You know, Why not have a change now? Why are you waiting? But you're not waiting because you are, you, I, I feel like, I don't know, when I think of you, I see you as a much, no, no much, there's no much there. I see you as, as a wise being. I think you're a wise being. You know what, you know what is you need, but you also um, get those needs met in a way that is kind and loving and you're a sexual nine, what can I say? Of all the nines, Rosie, I don't know if I've ever said this to you, but of all the nines, the sexual nine, and I'm, of course I'm only saying this because I'm a sexual four, um, <laughs> but I mean it, the sexual nines are the best nines because you don't have that kind of like social nine thing, which is like Jesus. I mean, Jesus was a social nine. You're not a Jesus, right? Thank God. <laughs> Not, not, which is not to say that we need our Jesuses, but like I don't know. I think he he would be he would get a little bit tiresome after a while. Um, I wouldn't want to hang out with Jesus all day long. I mean, I'd love to hang out with him occasionally, but not all day long. And the SP nines, well, we've talked SP nine, and you've listened to a few of my podcasts. You know, most of my podcasting last year was really about uh, that Enneagram style. And it's um, it's a tricky one. Uh, I mean, they're all tricky, but it's, it's a tricky one for me. But you're not that. You are an SX9. And I think that is a kind of amazing thing. So I really wanted to say to you, how are you doing? And I also wanted to say to you that I hope you're not in too much pain. Physical, emotional mental. If you are, let's have a chat. But if you're not, let's have a chat. <laughs> In the sense that, you know, I think maybe our time together as, as therapist and client is, I, I feel like this is over. I feel like it's over. And I feel like maybe, maybe we can just be friends. Maybe we can just go back to being friends again. You know, you and I have been therapist and client for um, God knows how long. 10 years, decade, a decade, 
But we didn't meet as therapist and client. We met as f- as potential friends, as an as two people who recognized a certain instinctive something or other in each other that they liked. And they were like, oh, I like you and you like me. Because we met at Ladies Do Comics. That's right. It's Saturday night. Time for nostalgia. <laughs> Settle in. <laughs> Steve is altered. Steve is doing his cannabis Sabbath. And of course, Steve is feeling pretty good these days. So Steve wants to send love. Steve just wants to send love to the people who he loves. And I, I love you. I love you in the sense that I love you as a friend. I think you are a remarkable human creature. And, the, and you having this diagnosis and this um, death sentence, maybe, maybe not, has... And stopping therapy, as you did. Although there was a time where I think we've sort of, it became more of a sense of like, you paying me for us to have a nice conversation. And friends do that. That's not therapy. You don't need therapy. Because you are, I think you're a very healthy nine. You know, yes, you struggle a little bit with... um, you know, uh, not always doing, I don't know, manifesting the kind of weird, kooky four or eight or whatever the case may be, you know, whatever the other numbers are, you're not manifesting that aesthetic vision. But what you do is wonderful. And you are, Rosie, I would go so far as to say a work of art, that you yourself are a work of art. And I think as an Essex type, you can appreciate that. So I doubt you're a Morrissey fan. He's, he's a bit of a fool. But I'm going to send you the song because I think you are a work of art. And with this song, I am dissolving our relationship as client and therapist, which means simply that we're just friends. We're friends now. We're, we're going back to being friends again. And what does that mean? Well, I don't know. What do friends do? They send each other the odd voice note without kind of like worrying about boundaries or anything like that. You know, like hoppers 11 at night, they'll send each other a voice note. And it's okay because they're just friends. Um, Or they'll meet up. You know, recently I've been thinking, I'd really really like to just come and visit. Just come and visit. Just come and say hello Um, as a friend, not as your therapist. But as a friend who has this fourth dimension to them, maybe. So anyway, see how you're feeling. Um, But if you're up for it, uh, I'd like to come over and, 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 uh, or we could go for a walk. We could go for a walk in Victoria Park as we, as we actually maybe did once or twice as friends and we can just go back to that that uncomplicated um, space because you know in the last six months or so uh, nothing's changed in my romantic life 
but I have reconnected with a with a when I say old friend, oldish friend, um, someone I wasn't in contact with for a few years, but who is Frank Frankie, and I love Frank, and I say that as in I love her. I mean we're both single, but she's a five five foot nine. I'm five foot nine. Ain't gonna happen. And older. It's not going to happen. Sorry, not for the elitist, aesthetic, pedantic, snobby fours. It's not going to happen. But she is an amazing friend. And she's also exactly my same personality type. So we can speak in ways to each other that the other doesn't take offense. The other is not offended by how we are because they are that And that is a very spiritual connection because to quote one of my favorite falls, you know, Kavasahedi, love is love is really seeing yourself in the other. In other words, you transcend the self, you step out of your ego cage and you say, no, your ego cage is my ego cage because we are all, I don't know, however you do that, however you do that, you go, your ego cage is my ego cage. And... Uh, And everyone's happy. So if you're up for that, um, tell me how you are. Send me a text. Send me a voice note. But let's not just do, let's just not do any more therapy. I don't need your money. You don't need me as a therapist. You have graduated. Well done. <laughs> you are now a wise person. <laughs> You have your gurus, you have Eckhart Tolle. I mean, you've got a number of them, right? We know. And they are amazing people. And we can now appreciate them together as friends. So it's all good. And, and I think that's what Mimi wants as well. She wants Steve and Rosie to be friends. Because when Steve and Rosie are friends, she doesn't need to feel that kind of Essex desperate, like, oh, I've got to connect in this way with you. Oh, that's that's like that, that, that Essex instinct, I would say. So let's be friends and have the odd yak now and again. It could be a telephone yak. It could be a voice note yak. You could send me a voice note. I've sent you 15 minutes and you can send me 15 minutes back. How about that? Way hey hey. Because sometimes the flipping obvious is just staring in the face. I'm a hopeless romantic You're a terrible flirt Cool and unfazed You're always amazed When someone gets hurt I live on the blue planet That I saw in your but now I can't stay Knowing it's made of beautiful lies But my sentimental melody 
like an unlocked lullaby Will ring in your ears Down through the years Bringing a tear to your Still may kill me Each drop of rain Is a glass of champagne It's sweet and it's free When I drink I don't panic When I drink I don't die When I'm far gone It's all just a song Just beautiful Sentimental melody Like a long lost lullaby